So I know this thing didn't watch the game. Did you did you peep out any of the, Did you watch you that shit? figure you would get these kinks worked out first time. You would think, but it's also the soft, uh, the hardware I'm using. Alright, uh, welcome to Mike and Josh Teach Sasquatch. This is a podcast where two childhood friends are trying to teach me a little something about anything. Uh, to my right, I want to introduce Mike Cox. That is his name, no pun intended. I know I used that second time, last time, but uh, Jesus Christ. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and to my left is the one and only Josh McCoy. Detroit's finest. <laughs> Absolutely. I wouldn't admit that. <laughs> they need something right now, you know? Yeah, they need something. Anything helps. It'll take anything. Absolutely. All right. So, um, as I stated on the last episode, First kickoff of the season is today, this Saturday. We're recording Saturday. Nothing absolutely happened on Thursday. Uh, I, I called everybody and told them to just go ahead and go home. And, and today, to, I'm, I'm so ready for the first kickoff of the season. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, it'd probably be better. It'd probably be better that way. I mean, if I was either of those two teams, I wouldn't admit to playing a game. And that's whenever they tell you that, you know, preseason doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Well, that's why the first three weeks of our football yeah. season look like trash because yeah. nobody's played. Yeah. Nobody's ready to play. And those two teams were not ready to play. If your name wasn't JJI or Julio Jones, you may have well kept your ass at home. I got I got a couple knocks on Julio, too. but Really? Oh, yeah. See, I didn't watch the whole lot of that game. I was flipping back and forth between Pitt State and my college night. Yep. Oh, yeah. And the NFL. And by the time I'd make it back to the NFL game, I'm like, wow. Well, what was odd about that game was right when it started off, I went, you know what? Falcons going to lose this game. I saw the first drive when they were going down, and it was Julio, Julio, Julio. I'm like, well, I can't blame it there. Yep. Well, you can notice little nuances with their offensive line. And that was whenever I said, okay, these guys are going to be toast later on in this game. You can't sit there. And I, I call it pop locking, all right? You can't do that. You, you can't do that in the NFL. you got to run through a guy. You, right? Well, you, you can't do that to – I don't give you're Philly much line. credit. You're, you're on the goal line. You, you can't pop block. you got to drive. The problem that they had was – and I don't give Philly a whole lot, a lot of credit. Yep. That D-line's pretty stout. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But <laughs> And if you're a finesse pass blocking offensive line, you're going to have a tough time running through them. But you're talking about an offensive line who had a 1,000-yard rusher. You know what I mean? And yeah. So this is something that, you know what, I expect. Matthews is supposed to be, you know, one of the best premier tackles in the game. Man, well, I don't put him up that high. Uh, that's what they, that's what they got, got him graded out as, all right? Really? The top 10 left tackle. So, I can see top 10, but I think he's more of a more of a pass blocking tackle. Yeah, apparently so. But either way, as, as I was watching that game, I noticed the pop locks that were going on, and I I don't like that, especially if you're in goal line. I was like, that's not going to help your team at all. And it's okay to go ahead and do those kind of blocks if you direct that traffic away from that that guy. Well, that did not happen at all in that game. You've never seen a drive through block and 
during the uh, Matt Ryan interception. See, I didn't get to see the interception because I watched. I actually watched very little of that game. All right. Well, they sent their starting cornerback onto the bench for the Eagles, and they they put in backup third stringer. I do believe. I uh, can't even remember his name right now. But, they probably can't either. <laughs> <laughs> but he made a great play on the ball. But that that whole route was cut short by Julio. All right. And whenever he he turned his hips over to it and he seen the ball in the air, he should have came to the ball. That's what you're supposed to do as a wide receiver. And he let the position just beat him right out. Wow. So to See, me, I'm, I, I missed that one. Thing, that's the only thing I have a knock on him about because, well, he, he catches everything. See, I watched the first drive, and I was like, oh, just easy money. It's Julio. Julio's killing him. Yes. There's no answer for Julio. I'm like, well, I get that. Not many people come up with an answer for him. Exactly. Exactly. And then I watch him on the goal line, and I would have went for it. Fourth and short? Yep. Absolutely. I'd go for it because I play the numbers. I don't play, well, I'm a coach, and I'm afraid to coach game. Exactly. But if I'm going to run the ball, I might have Julio at least on the field. Absolutely. That way they might think, since I just rammed him up him for the whole drive, I might do it one more time. Yeah, it's kind of And give my running back a chance. Yeah, it's like they kind of gave up on the – that play just because of, like I said, the pop blocking that went on, and also whenever you take Julio off the field, that narrows down the options. Exactly, it narrows down what's going on, and I kind of get why they were doing it. It seemed like they wanted to rest Julio for, for that one play, so they could come to him on the next play, so he's well rested and get separation. That didn't happen. Well, no, it's fourth down. But uh, to me, that's the, that's been the difference with Atlanta. Shanahan, Matt Ryan's your MVP. You lead the league with 66, 67 touchdowns. Next year, Shanahan's gone. And you bring in, uh, oh, crap, what's his name? Sarkeesian, Steve Sarkeesian. And you go from Matt Ryan's the MVP of, the, of football to with 66, 67 touchdowns scored to we scored 36 touchdowns last year. Yeah. And first drive of the year that we had six months to prepare for this game, prepare for this drive. We would walk away with zero points because we can't score a touchdown yet again. Yeah, and this is the the whole reason for their their. It's like they they don't have that one thing, and that's the inside the twenty. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. Those it's gone. It's gone. We're gonna drive it right in. They don't have that. I don't know what happened to it. Apparently, it's in San Francisco, baby. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, it's in San Francisco. But, and looking back at Matt Ryan and Colin Coward actually brought this up on the show after the game on Friday. He brought up Matt Stafford, or Matt Ryan Stafford, sorry about that. Yeah, that's <laughs> He brought up Matt Ryan's career numbers, taking out his MVP season. You have Andy Dalton. The numbers match almost identical between Matt Ryan and Andy Dalton if you take out Matt Ryan's MVP season with Mike Shanahan. Yeah, I, I, or Kyle Shanahan. I, I went through uh, uh, his stats the other day. I was taking a look, you know. They're not bad. No, no. Actually, they're really, really good. Yeah, I mean, like. But they're not what I would call MVP type caliber stats every year. It's like not a consistent. Yeah, game. like last year, if your quarterback rating was 94, you would think you yeah. had a pretty darn good year. Yeah. And he threw for over 4,000 yards, quarterback rating of 94.1. Man, I, I I think Eli threw more touchdown passes than he did. Wow. 
Easy. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Easy. Uh, we all know that didn't happen. Now, I'm not saying, and I'm not saying Eli has quarterback rating that Matt Ryan has. I'm not a big Matt Ryan fan, yeah. but, man, I'm not that harsh on him. Yeah, apparently you're going for the jugular. No, 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 no not like that. Not that bad. No. I'm, 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 hey, I'm going to start Andy Dalton over Eli Manning. Come on. Well, yeah. <laughs> now, what, do you, what do you think about it? Uh, about who? <laughs> Atta boy. quiet over yeah, here. Well, and here's the thing. It's like, like we had stated last week, I didn't watch a single game of the preseason. So. But you did watch games last year, correct? Uh, when I was sober enough to remember them, yeah. Okay, well, the Atlanta games that you may have, have viewed... Did you notice there was a problem? Wait, wait, no, no, no. no. He was there for them. (laughs) Now the actual watching and taking in of the uh, information and happenings. It didn't process, did it? No. No. See, I'm still running on the whole uh, 520 megabytes where everybody else is running on terabytes. See, what we're going to have to, you know, happen here, this is really good for the show, though. Yeah, you, yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, this guy's going to forget everything we teach him weekly. So we can just go yeah, through the we, we, It can go from two and a half hour to four and a half hour. And this is because we're just recovering. Yeah, yeah it's just, exactly. It's, it's just recovering. And eventually, it'll just be a 24-7 live stream. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be really good. Yeah, it'll be great. Be great. Trying to up our sponsors over there, dude. We, hey, I'm we, trying, I'm trying. We'll get our own Roku channel, man. Hey, all right. I'm, I'm all about that. Let's get that going. Nah, I don't think you, anybody <laughs> wants to see your ugly mug for that long. Hey, hey, Mama time. always said I had the face for radio. So, jeez. <laughs> oh, that, that hey, it's good parenting skills. <laughs> yeah, good parenting skills. Get my hopes up at all. Oh, Love you, mom. Not even listening. I don't know. Watching that game was kind of like. I don't know. Watching your face, all right? <laughs> wow. It just got ugly. Man. Man. I just kept going on. Man, that hurts I me. I, I, knew the, the, I knew the game was rough, but I didn't think it was that rough. Oh wow. no, it was that rough. I didn't wow. I didn't think you were that rough. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Thank you for that, I guess. Well, well, I'm trying to help you out here. <laughs> keep telling me about your you know, if you put some hair on top of that, yeah. that can be a red-headed uh, Andrew Luck. You know what? I think we got something here. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope Andrew Luck does this. Hello, all. Happy June. <laughs> oh, the Levitard Show does a great, Mike Reinoff, Levitard Show does a great fake Andrew Luck. Oh, yeah? Oh, it's priceless. It's priceless. I got something for us. For this week, I want quick picks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna name off. Rapid fire. I'm gonna start naming off some teams that are going against each other, and you guys just start picking. All right. All right. Yeah. Both pick the same game or back and forth. How do you want to do it? You call I'll, it. I'll tell you what. I'll go ahead and start out, and I'll give you the go first. All right. Then, then Sasquatch you the go, <laughs> and we're, we're just gonna keep them going. All right. Here we go. And th- these are going to be safe for prosperity. Yep. We'll see who knows what. All right. We're going to start. Yeah, now this isn't right. Hold on a second. <laughs> hey, the girls, that, the gr- who always wins everything? It's the girls that pick by their favorite color or their favorite logo. Hey, I've go. already got a couple. You've got a chance. For my uh, March Madness bracket. All right. So I, I know I'm going to get at least second. 
<laughs> Hit us with them, Josh. Here we go. Bengals, Colts. I've got the Colts. I'd have to go with Colts. I'm going Bengals. Bills, Ravens. Ravens. And again, I'd have to go with Ravens. And I'm not. Let's say, then you pick first next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not picking the same teams as Mike just because that's Mike saying it. No, no, no. I, I would honestly help the Ravens. Yeah, Peterman's starting quarterback. I know who I'm favoring. It's Ravens. All right, Bucks Saints. Saints. Yeah, that's Saints. All right, Texas Patriots. Give me Tom Brady. <laughs> like I said last week, I'm not trying to slap on Tom's knob, but uh, you know, let's go with Tom. I am. I'm going Texas. Niners Vikings. Vikings. I really hope the Niners win because I mean. Oh, whoa, whoa, wait a second. That a boy, good pick. Yep, great pick. Uh, wow. Yeah, I'm going bikes. Thanks, <laughs> 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 Dolphin. This has been fun. Wow. Uh, uh, take Titans. Screw it. Now, Dolphins. Let's go with Dolphins, yeah. Oh, well, I'm going Dolphins. I mean, I'm going with... Hey, I'm, this one's a hard one, guys. Jags, Giants. Oh, Jags. What? I know the other one was a trick question. I'm going Jags as well. Yeah, I'm going Jags. Steelers Browns. Steelers. Yeah, uh, as much as I like that. I'm going Browns. I almost did, but I'm giving. I'm giving. I'm waiting a week on Cleveland. Let them get some real game time. Yeah, I'm. I'm just going that route on this one, just because of. You know what they're due. My fantasy. My second starting fantasy running back. That would be Carlos Hyde. Uh, the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. All right. Chiefs Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, Chargers. Fuck my homeless. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, if you guys are all picking Chargers, I should probably pick Chiefs. All right. Cowboys Panthers. Boys. Dad, that's, that's no brainer. I wouldn't say it's a no brainer. Well, no, I have no brain. That's why I'm saying. Oh, no. Okay. That's a no-brainer. Yeah, I agree with it. <laughs> well, it's not a hair brain, so that's good. I'm, I'm going Cowboys on this one as well. Uh, Redskins, Cardinals. Man, I'm, unfortunately, I, I got to go with Derek Johnson and the, the Cardinals. Uh, hmm. Go out on a limb, pick the racial slurs. Yeah, that's what I was actually just about to do. Fuck it. Fuck it. No, I'm going to pick the Redskins. Well, I'm going Cardinals. <laughs> that sealed the deal for you, did it? Yeah, <laughs> sure it is. <laughs> Seahawks, Broncos. Seahawks. I would like to say Broncos. I would love to say Broncos, yeah. Just because, you know what? They're the Broncos. They lost to Lee, but they. Still have a deep secondary. They still got, and they added Nick Chubb to go get go on the other side of, yeah, scary defense still. My problem is the Seahawks to get themselves an offensive lineman or two. It would be just really, really great. But I think Vaughn's gonna get to him. And you know what? I I gotta go. I gotta go with Broncos. I gotta go. And I and I'm just. As much as I really want, it's kind of like Brady. As much as I want to bet against him, I, I can't bet against Thunder Russ. Yeah, that's the only, the only reason I picked Seattle at all. Yeah, and that's fair enough, man. 
Uh, Bears, Packers. Hey, hey, Ron. Packers. Packers. All right. <laughs> That's a tough one. Jets, Lions. I got Stafford and the Lions, baby. I, I just want to give homeboy some love, but it makes it really easier when you're playing the Jets. So I'm going to go with the Lions. Everybody knows the homer <laughs> pick for me, so I, I don't even need to Good pick. Anything. Solid pick. All right. It's a Monday night game. So. Yeah. First one of the two. Uh, second one of the two is the Rams and Raiders. Oh, Rams. Yeah. Uh, after my statement last week, I'm, yeah, Rams. Anybody that's playing the Raiders, it's not the Raiders. Well, you know what? I, I like where you're going with that, and I would like to talk about the Raiders a little bit more here. But for now, yeah, I'm going definitely. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna start a little something out because just doing our picks here, you know, from what we got. I like it. I like it. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good base to go. Quick on. rapid fire, a couple minutes. Yeah. You know, just get it hammered out. Now, the Raiders. I really do. They have a football team. Are and, they still relevant? And everybody keeps saying them, these things like, "Oh, Chucky destroyed the team." Uh, this team is not going to be very good this year. I'm going to tell you guys that I think the Raiders are a little bit better than what people are saying. I don't think they're better, but I don't blame Gruden. They didn't have a great offensive line last year with Gruden. Their offensive line's actually getting up there in age and older. They had Khalil Mack on defense last year and still didn't play defense very well last year. And all of this was without John Gruden. Yeah, yeah. And rightfully so, but... You have to like the fact that whenever Chucky comes over to that organization, what does he do? He's going to shake it up. He's going to change that team, and he's going to make that team his. Yeah, and they're going to be tough. Or they won't be there. Yeah, they're going to be a tough team. And now, he likes to sign players that are veterans that know the game of football. As I was saying, uh, most coaches just generally – look at more athletic players, the younger players to bring in. And I mean, I get it. I, I understand why, you know, they're going to be with the team for the longer haul, but this guy is in a win now mode. All right. And that's what I kind of like. I've always liked about him. He's going to try to win the game and it doesn't matter about what he loses, what he has to gain. He's going to go after it. He's going to go after those players if he has to. Now today's age with the NFL, it does, Schedule a little bit different as what you see with Cleveland Browns, things of that nature, to where it, they're they're after the longer rebuilds. All right, but the way he he's done it over there, and from the players that I've seen that they've picked up, he, he could very well surprise some people this year. And that's one of those those sleeper teams where everybody's like, oh, he just destroyed us. I don't think so. I think he just made you better. Technically, they are they are a sleeper team, but. Being a sleeper team, they're in the right division for it this year. Correct. Very correct. Nobody has a clue what the Broncos are going to be this year. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Nobody. Uh, the Chargers every year, if they can stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah. And every year they don't stay healthy. Correct. And Phillip Rivers takes a pounding. Yep. Absolutely. They just keep breaking and breaking and breaking. And so they end up not being very good until the end of the year when they have to make a massive run and fall just short. And, and like I, I was saying before, how Chucky changes the image of the team. All right, their halfback for last year was Marshawn Lynch. Halfback this year is what? Lynch. Lynch. Yeah. Who's their backup, though? Who's going to take those seconds? They upgraded. They got Doug Martin. Yeah, they upgraded. So if you have two guys that can get 
big time carries, all right? And they're gonna they're gonna earn those three yard gains, all right? But that's the thing. You're you're gonna work that. Well, you need a good offensive line for, for them to make sure to break free. They have a good offense. They're line. they're old, they're breaking down, but and we've even saw them together in the preseason. They haven't played much in the preseason. I do know that and I yeah. do preach against that. But when the starters were on the field and when these starters weren't very good last year, Lynch only had 865 yards, mm-hmm. somewhere in there, on very limited carries. Very, very much so. But when we saw them in the preseason so far, when those, because they might be old, but they're still big human beings. Yes. And when they get going that way, yep. There's no stop. they make a hole, and Marshawn's getting old. Yeah. But if you give him a hole. Yeah. And he can break that initial contact. It's still, even at his age, it's hard for a linebacker to bring him down on first contact one-on-one. Well, he goes for 35 yards. We saw that. That is possible. And that would help out Derek Carr to not have such a horrendous season this year because it's not just all on him. Exactly. And and these guys, well, here, I got the roster up. Right tackle, Penn. Right guard, Gabe Jackson. Center, Hudson, which is just... Uh, left guard, Asamole, which is, he's athletic for a guard and yeah. huge. It's, and he's just in his early 30s, right? Yeah. Where you, where you take... Uh, I think he's like 28. 28. So. Where you take the right side of the line, and they're already in, they're in their mid-30s. Okay. They're, they're getting older. Now, they do have their uh, starting left tackle. He's, I believe he's a rookie, Colton Miller. Yeah, yeah, the... Uh, was that the uh, Notre Dame or UCLA guy? I'm not even too sure. I would have to go bring it up. But either way, these guys, these guys are pretty much bruisers out there, you know. And, and they should be able to at least run the ball. Yeah, yeah. Just UCLA. Yeah. Okay. So I'm looking at it and going, okay. Well, these guys have a lot of experience. Uh, they have a couple of. Cooper's not bad. Jordy's not bad. Yeah, and, and along with, I think, the best receiving duo right now out there. I mean, well, pretty close. I don't know best, but they're solid. They're, they don't they don't have what Dallas has in unproven wide receivers. Well, see, Jordy was really doing a great job last year in Green Bay. And the only problem was Aaron Rodgers got hurt. And he, he fell right off. Well... Of course. You played your whole career with it, A.A. Yeah, yeah, Ron. Exactly. And just because somebody else can't, can't fit a pass in correctly, there's a reason why he got it. He might not have the most Super Bowl wins. He might not have all of the stats. But when you look at Aaron Rodgers and what he does on the field, I don't, I don't know where you find another quarterback that's ever been able to do what he can do on the f- football field. Yeah, he, he pretty much changes the game himself. Yeah. You know? And so when you lose him as your quarterback, yep. that's a big hit. Nobody yeah. can match that. And, I mean, Jared Cook as your tight end, that, that's kind of helpful too. And now you, now you have Jimmy Grant. Oh, yeah, the Raiders added Jared Cook. That's right. Yep. Yeah. And you look at those kinds of things, that, what they've added on the, that team, eh, they could still pull it off. They could still do a great job. I mean, yeah, their linebackers took a hit. Defense Benz took a hit with one player leaving, but they're actually built for the future. And, you know, the Bears practically handed them two top 10 draft picks. 
So yeah, I don't see Chicago winning more than four games. Yeah, exactly. Really, if they're lucky. Yeah, huh. it, it is kind of the way. Compare then. Everybody wants to put the uh, hard knocks hit on Cleveland. That's why everybody's picking them this year. And it has nothing to do with hard knocks. It's their roster. They have football players now. Yeah. Proven pl- football players. Absolutely. That they didn't have last year. It, it, it's one of those things. <laughs> it's like, completely different roster. It's not about hard knocks this time. Yeah. And that's the, the thing that I've been trying to preach on about is, you know, football players – it's a, taking a different aspect. Everybody thinks that they need this guy that can break out and, and get, you know, 150 tackles in a year and eight sacks and four interceptions. You know what? You don't absolutely need those players. If you can sprinkle all that around through the whole team. Yeah. Yeah. The whole team. Yeah. And play team. Well, yeah. New, Eng- well, New England Patriots. Yep. Then you can actually start building something. But. If it's just one guy putting on one show, yeah, it's great for TV. Don't get me wrong. Everybody's like, oh, Ooh, yeah. it's really, really easy to identify the one player. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's that's why everybody's always going to know that one specific all-star. But then you're looking at the team as a whole aspect and going, yeah, well, did they even show up? <laughs> I mean, that's where I'm getting at. That's yeah. that's the reason why. I understand you got to hunt for the best available player, but sometimes the best player that can play. You know, a 3-4 defense or a 4-3 defense or a 4-6 or whatever, you know, yeah. is the best football player on your team. Well, that means quite a bit to coaches. It means a lot to positional uh, staff coaches especially that I know I can go ahead and change over to this without skipping a beat, you know. Yeah. And there's not, a, there's not a whole lot of football players anymore. There's specialists in each one. Now, I, he can only play in the 3-4, or he can only play in a 4-3. We need to get away from that. And I think that's why, and, and I do tend to agree with it, on the whole getting rid of Coyle Mack is he p- can do so many different things. We even talked about it last week. Yeah, absolutely. Dude's an all-pro at two positions the same same exactly. damn year. Exactly. So that is one of those types of players that uh-huh. you're talking about. But whenever I was kind of sticking up for and defending Gruden, their defense stunk last year with that. Correct. They had that, and they still couldn't play defense if their name wasn't Khalil Mack. Absolutely. So he wasn't helping them win yeah. games. Yeah. And if, if you're not going to have that kind of game changer, you know what? If you got two picks that are top ten picks, I think you can find that in the draft. And if you can't, then you get fired, and yeah, you get you, you, you go work for ESPN or NBC or somebody. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> or, or, you, or you wind up on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. And, and uh, we we'll probably kick a lot of those dudes out the room. Yeah, probably. they're one of those experts that I like to make fun of. <laughs> Don't even start bringing up Matt Millen. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I got to go to San Francisco just to show those people out. That's terrible. How, how dare they do that to Detroit? I'm like, did you guys pay for him or did they just pay you guys? Yeah, I don't know. Man. I'd like to get the inside scoop on that. Huh? Talk about being a fly on that wall. Yeah, that was horrible. I can't. Here, trust me. I'm helping you out. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I guess every single Detroit fan, both of us are just still in pain about that. <laughs> both of you, huh? <laughs> the, no, the whole bunch, huh? Yeah. Oh, man, it's rough. All right, so uh, we went over our quick picks. Josh was trying to glorify the Raiders. Uh, 
Well, you know what? Their own fans aren't aren't even saying they're a little down right now. Yeah, they're down. They're a little down. They're down, and I'm like, you guys need to cheer up. You don't understand. This guy's doing some steps, and even for a future building, you got picks there, man. You got well, now you have now you have two back to back from the Bears, which back to back should be top ten picks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And if you have a bad year this year again. So that gives you two top ten picks next year and a third one the year after. Yeah. So you're set with well, high level draft picks for the exactly. next two years either exactly. way. See, I, I always assume that, you know, that they would always have great draft picks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they they very rarely have great draft picks. Yeah, I know. Well they they've gotten better since Dad's no longer with the team. Yeah, exactly. And how that goofy bastard has done a good job Man. blows my mind. I mean, look at that. I, you can shave your head with a used, thrown-out Bic razor, and you'll have a better, better haircut. Ow, ow, ow. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who his barber is or what, what unmarked van he drives to it. <laughs> Damn, I need to But, wow. I, I'm over here. I mean, he needs to go to Mighty Sharp. Wow. <laughs> Something. Because that just ain't cutting it. But let's just talk about Rocky Marciano, all right? <laughs> Joe Lewis, 137 years old. Oh, sorry, I had to do that. I don't know how old he was, but he got his ass whipped. Going <laughs> that little barbershop reference there, you know? Talk about haircuts. Hey, got to. Yeah. Why not? You gotta plug the grades, man. Exactly. Alright, so what do we got? What do we got, guys? What's our next? Well, my, I, okay, so I've been sitting on this since last last Saturday. Are you sore yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's big news, but it's not big news. So, uh, last last week we had the live update and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. was hilarious in some sense since it's a fucking podcast. Yeah. But, uh, while we were all. Back, Why is it gotta be all that? Yeah. While we were Can it just be a great podcast? Yeah. Yes. Can it just be good? Wow, man. Hey, now. Hey. So, last week when we were going over our live update, we had all three missed this big bit of news, and I know it was big to Mike. It was the most important news in all of football. Yes, 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 definitely. Uh, <laughs> Mac ain't got shit on this. No, no, no. So, Mike and I did actually discover this during the middle of the K-State game, which was an atrocity. Where I gave up on it. We we literally ate crow for for three. No, I turned it. Yeah, that was all that smack we were talking during the recording, and then the, the game actually happened. So, um, uh, Mike, I want to talk about Dan Baylor. Mm, yeah. Man, yeah, yeah, the biggest news to hit pro football in the off season. Yeah, it was Dan Baylor. Yeah. That was the biggest yeah. news. The kicker. The that, kicker of the whole thing. The kicker of the whole thing. Yeah. So, uh, okay, the, have we heard anything about why? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, a lot of tears. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. A lot of tears, a lot of, a lot of corner time, you know, just working stuff out, trying to get to the bottom of this and figure out, you know, what happened. Did... Did I not put the seat down in time? Uh, was you know was it something I did? You know, just trying to trying to figure it out. You know, was it because I was a minute late? I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. I didn't check in in time. It's one of those things. A, a lot of deep 
introspective time. Uh, no, it was a $4 million kicker, and he had gone from a 90% field goal kicker to an 84% field goal kicker. And uh, the no-name dude, who I don't even know his name yet, but I know he's on my fantasy team now. So you're going to learn his name quick. Hopefully. 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 Next podcast, we're going to get that one down. Yeah, we're going to have that down and locked and loaded for the next podcast unless he misses something, in which I'll be cussing in the other aspect and saying, why'd you cut Dan Bailey? Well, let's see, but at least we still know. Yeah, it, it was the money, and he hadn't hit it at the clip that he was hitting at. Yeah. And I think it... And they kept saying, you know, hamstring, ankle, hamstring, ankle. And that's not what it was. All of the insiders from Dallas last year when he was down, it wasn't a hamstring or an ankle. It was his back. It was his back the whole time. And apparently his – now, I wouldn't expect him to be unemployed long. No, I would imagine not. not in today's but episode. we've gone – Almost a week now, and nobody's picked him up. Yep. A hamstring? Yeah, that's kind of... An, an eight-month lingering hamstring? Yeah. That really doesn't yeah. happen, but now an eight-month long, what happened to your back? Back injury. That happens. Yeah. And I think is the back, and even his kickoffs have suffered. Yeah. Used to, we only carried him and a punter. Chris Jones, we paid him both $4 million a year because that's all we needed. That dude punts it inside the 20 from anywhere on the field. That dude kicks a field goal from anywhere on the field and kicks it out of the back of the end zone on kickoffs. Done. We had lost that. He was missing field goals that he had never missed in his life. And I think the money and the... uh, you know, the receding play, just the money didn't match the numbers, and this dude was an undrafted nobody. We, I still don't even know the dude's I, His name's Bill. <laughs> it's Bill. Bill. Bill, we'll go with Bill the Plumber. Bill the Plumber. <laughs> he's, he's now kicking field goals for the Dallas Cowboys. And that's a good thing. Uh, I just look at it as, hey, his cap move, I'm purely based on Base everything on on cap anymore. You eat eight hundred grand, you save three point four million. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fair. I mean, just from a cap perspective, what is that? What's about three million dollars? Well, when you're trying to trade for Earl Thomas. Yep. That that's a chunk of his contract. Exactly. <laughs> so I mean, to me, nobody likes it. I know if the Lions ever got rid of. Uh, Jason Hansen, I would have uh, came unglued, and I would have probably quit watching the Lions because. I'm but transitioning, yeah, but <laughs> but when it happened, when you got to transition from Hansen to Prater, it helped ease that blow a little bit. I, I agree. I'm transitioning but, from uh, the number two kicker of all time to Bill the Plumber. Yeah, <laughs> kind of a drastic blow, man. <laughs> but but I'm saying, uh, whenever we got Prater. Crater was released from his team. Well, okay. You know. So whenever it, it transpired, I mean, we had a kicker beforehand. All right, yeah. right after Hanson was done, we we got a guy, and he he wasn't very good. I, no, I remember no, before. No, I was, no, he was. He kickalicious. Yeah. All right. Yeah. YouTube. Yeah. He, yeah YouTube dude. he 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 was. He was literally yeah. mad because Detroit didn't sign the YouTube kicker. Yeah. That, that's. He was irate. Yeah. <laughs> 
I was like, we need somebody. And then Freddie just fell in our laps, and I'm like, okay, never mind. He got lucky. That was before before Uber. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't have, I can hit this Uber button, and a dude will show up and bring me home, and I don't have to drive my drunk ass home. What's an Uber? <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I, I think it's the same as a Lyft. Lyft? I'm take a Lyft somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think we've already rambled on too long about a kicker. I mean, okay, okay. man, really? I don't know. You brought this to me. <laughs> yes, 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 I did. Yes, I did. Okay, well, so. Well, there's three phases yeah. of the game. You know, there's offense, defense, and special teams. So let's go ahead and talk about special teams, <laughs> which we're trying to eliminate from the NFL. Yes. Okay. Wait, what? Hold on, hold on. Still the guy in. What the hell are we talking about? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. You, you are definitely yeah. Okay, we went we went from being able to have eight man wedges to we might want to cut that down to three. Yeah, yeah. And we now, cut that down from three to this year. You can only have a two man wedge. And currently in college football this year, they're doing the new special thing where you can fair catch a kickoff anywhere inside the twenty yard line and still get it at twenty. Isn't that nice? It doesn't. Yes. Yeah. Kickoffs are going to be phased out of the game. Yeah. Okay, so let's go ahead and start dusting off the participation trophies here. Seriously? Yeah, seriously. Absolutely. And, you know, that's the reason why we're not going to see players like Devin Hester. No. Anymore. No. That these specialists would just tear up everything. And you're going to pretty much wait by to And to count the Chiefs fans, um, throw up the X guy. Uh, Dante Hall. Dante Hall, yeah. Yep. Mm. Yep. Yeah, yeah those. The, well, the, even, Josh Cribbs. Yeah. I mean, we can go. We can go over and over and over about special kick returners. Yeah. That are able. Is, is one that. I mean, hey, if, the, if we still had kickoffs like we yeah. used to have, that's just another way to get the ball on that kid's hand, which you want. Exactly. And that that way, you don't even have to create or invent and be creative about it from an offensive coordinator point of view. It's just, hey, go stand back there, catch the ball out of the air, and run 100 yards that way. Yeah. And that's gone, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if he gets out in front of anybody, there's nobody in, I don't know if there's anybody in professional sports that can keep up with him. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> And I mean, even even with the uh, other aspect of the extra points this year, you know, moving everything back. Uh, we saw one miss Thursday night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, we made a 52-yard field goal, couldn't make a 35-yard extra point. Yeah, they're, they're trying to get... <laughs> and you're going to cuss Atlanta for going for two? Well, they can't make an extra point. Why not go for two? Yeah, why not go for two? <laughs> I mean, what I think is going to end up happening is they're going to end up losing good special teams jobs not just from a player's perspective, but a coaching perspective. Coaching perspective, yeah. As well. To where they're just going to say, well, uh, we're not really, it doesn't control that much aspect. No. Just Why am I? The offensive coordinator now and let him do with it as he Yeah. Wants. Why am I going to pay you 200 grand to coach a unit that I don't use? Yeah. Why do I need a kicker and a punter? You don't. Maybe I, maybe I should just get one. And get a dude that can punt yep. and a dude that can kick it out of the back of the end zone. Yeah. If you can pin it inside the 20 and kick it out of the back of the end zone, they'll give you two million bucks. Yep. Wow, and we're still on special teams. This is awesome. Okay, 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 okay. So this let, is great. Let's, let's I know, I love it. <laughs> let's go back to the early 90s when the Dolphins had the uh, their special teams coordinator. was uh, He couldn't walk. Yeah? Yeah. And he wheeled around in an electric wheelchair. 
Yeah. But no, he was really good. <laughs> he couldn't walk. He couldn't do anything, so he just studied game tape. That's oh. all he did. That's my favorite type of person. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't do craps. That's why I can watch all this stuff. <laughs> I, if I could do it, I'd be out there doing it. I can't. So I watch it and talk talk crap about the dudes that are out there trying to do it. <sighs> so many of them, though, that can do. I, I, I still feel that there should be more teams in the NFL. I, I felt this way for a long time. I, I don't think it would thin out the product at all. No, it's greedy billionaires being too greedy for their own good. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Which you think, and you would think. They don't want to share that money with anybody. But they don't have to. They could just go out and make their own teams on top of the teams they already have. No, but the NFL does revenue sharing. You have to share that money. Okay, okay. But a new market you open up yep. is new money. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I just see it as this, all right? There's opportunities. There should be more opportunities. Well, the there's going to be two new leagues open up in year, next year and the year after. Yeah. Because there's there's oh, money there. Do ex- expansion? Well, yeah. you know what? you got these trial markets that are going to be happening yeah. the next couple of years. You know, you may want to think about it and say, well... We may want to choose this location or that location because look at their stadium. Look at their stand. That's how my team was created. Yep. So The NFL saw that Lamar Hunt had a team in Dallas, which was a growing, burgeoning market. Yep. The NFL got scared they would lose that market. They went out and bought an undrafted college team, gave it yeah. to, the, to Dallas, said, there you go. You have a team. You're part of the NFL. Lamar Hunt said, shit, I can't compete with the NFL money. I'm moving to Kansas City. That's how the Cowboys and Chiefs were created. No, wait a second. Hold on. Uh, there was, I remember you telling me a story about Lamar Hunt. Lamar and Jerry lived across yes. the street from each other. Yes, yes. And every time that the Cowboys and the Chiefs played, all they had, these are two billionaires. Yeah, yeah. Billionaire team. And they had a block of wood. And these dudes don't live in, like, I paid $500 a month for rent this 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 week. <laughs> That's not the house they live in. They live in different type of neighborhoods. Yeah. And they had a block of wood that wrote, winner. <laughs> Billionaires. Then. Billionaires. And whoever won the game that year, they put that block of wood in their window facing the other's house. And the other dude had to sit there and stare at that when he walked out of his house every morning. Until they got to play again. I can understand why Lamar moved to Kansas City. <laughs> no, he moved his team to Kansas City. Oh, okay. He didn't yeah, move to Kansas oh, City. Okay. That's how, what, you think Jerry lives in Kansas City? Get out of here. Yeah, no. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I got oil money, dude. Yeah. I got oil money. Get out of here. All right. Uh, so, apparently we spent way too much time on special teams. Hey, we moved on already. How did we get back to special teams? Hold on, hold on. This is my segue. Let me do it. Okay. Let's see what you got. I don't think you're doing it right. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. (laughs) I I almost did not get a go plug, but it didn't work. Right? So. So you're saying it takes you 15 minutes? Yes. (laughs) Yes, it does. I might have a couple right. numbers that disagree. Hey, lead away. Lead away. So let's talk about everybody's favorite hired on right now, which I don't understand why. Please, somebody educate me on this. Maybe on Bell. 
He's not playing. Why would we talk about him? Well, no, I'm just asking. So we haven't had any update. He's still. Yeah, no, he's not playing. He hasn't signed his franchise tag yet. He's not playing. He hasn't even signed. So it's a given he's not playing. Wow. I wouldn't play. I mean, and I get both. I get that. Yep. I would. Gurley just got 14, 15 million yep. a year. And they didn't. They did, Gurley's contract was different. What the NFL has been doing is, okay, we're not going to redo your contract. What we're going to do is we're going to extend that contract now. Yep. We're going to tack on four years to it. That's not what LA did with the Gurley. Yeah. LA took Gurley's contract and they wadded it up. They threw it in the trash can and set it on fire. They threw it away. They just made him a brand new contract, hmm. which nobody does. And then, yep, we got it. It was actually pretty darn smart of them. It cut him out of the the money that he was going to be guaranteed for the next two years of this rookie contract, which are going up and up and up. Yeah, right. And they just threw it in the trash, said, here, this is what we're going to do. We're going to sign you for this. They didn't extend him. They threw his rookie contract in the trash can. So they can pay him more earlier. Yeah. If they want to. Yep. Try to be able to save for. At the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. They're working under the rookie quarterback contract, and they're like, it's going to be better for us financially when they're going out and signing all of this high-priced veteran talent to bring in to win a championship now. It's going to be more financially ready for the long run. Yeah. Yeah. If we pay these young kids now. Yeah. And that's the problem with with Bell right now. I mean, he's not getting – he's still working – Working three, he just got done with his rookie contract, and now that he's moving on, you know they're saying, "Well, we're going to franchise him." Yeah, they're franchising him. him. You know what? They can franchise him all, all to death, and then at the end of it, cut him free. Well, not yeah. not anymore. This is the last year they can just outright franchise him at the re- at the regular franchise because he got First what franchise. This and this will be a second. First franchise is top five. Yeah. Second is top three. Yeah. Your third one, if they franchise you the third time, you take number one and you tack on. It's like 25%. Wow. And, and that's how Kirk Cousins made so much money. Yeah. He, where most people don't want to gamble on themselves, Kirk Cousins said, let's do it. Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. We can do that. With $25 million guaranteed. I sprain my ankle and say I'm done all year long. Doesn't matter. That's $25 million in my bank account. Yes, that was really a gamble. <laughs> but it's only for one year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's just for that year. Yeah. And that's what players in the NFL are looking for, is they're looking for what Major League Baseball and NBA does. That's a $270 million contract, and it's all fully guaranteed. Whether you play. It's all real money. It's not. Nope, that's there. That's not, yours. Nothing not, we can do about not, it. I'm cutting you, Mr. Bailey. I'm sorry. And they can cut you. They can cut you all they want. It doesn't matter. They're still paying you 270 million bucks. There is no cap saving. There's no nothing. You owe me $270 million. They're wanting to get the accountants. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That, that's what the collective bargaining agreement is probably going to be more like. They're wanting to get the accountants out of the NFL. And let it go to straight hate, common sense contracts. You know what I mean? I think the NBA has the greatest chance at getting true free agency. Everybody thinks we have true free agency, and we don't. Yeah. True free agency is, I'm ready to play right now. 
if you're willing to pay me, and I'm going to play for that team and that team only. Yeah. The NBA, I think, is the closest with LeBron Jr. The NBA caves to their players more than any other any other franchise. Well, yeah, they're all stars. Is basically all they got. Their players are their league. The, the, yeah. Their their players' faces are their league. Yeah, I mean, where the NFL's the the logo, the yeah. shield. Yep. Which. <laughs> and we're not allowed and, to talk about the commissioner. Okay. And <laughs> when you're in the NBA and you're LeBron James. Yeah. Yeah. Wherever you, you run the NBA. Yeah. Yeah, but you, go. you gotta remember, and it's not even like what I would figure a true free agency. There would be everybody's on equal terms to sign whomever. Okay. Whomever, no draft. Yep. Just I want that player. I can pay that player this much money. Yeah. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> with the uh, NBA, there is a difference, though. I mean, players get paid more for staying at a certain team. They do. All right. There, there's an incentive. Yeah. To sticking around. Because they do want you know the smaller franchises to at least have a chance to be viable. Yeah. They want Oklahoma City to have a chance to sign Kevin Durant and sign Russell Westbrook. Yeah. If the players don't want to stay, that's fine. They don't have to. Yeah. They're losing thirty-five million dollars yeah. to do it. Ooh. Yeah. Durant lost money to leave Oklahoma City. Yeah. And he's getting killed for it. Yeah. Wow. No, he took a whole lot less money to leave. Why? Kawhi just got hit. Yeah. I mean, he just got hit in the He's pocket. going to end up losing, since he got traded, he's going to end up losing probably $35 million, just right off the top. Which screw up now, Vince? Well, uh, I don't want to talk about it. Neither do I. Not anymore, anyway. <laughs> we, we have Which, all this good stuff that's just going to go into the food pile now. <laughs> Nobody will know about us long as we keep our mouths shut. The boneyard. Man, that's horrible. Yeah. Horrible stuff. But hey, that's how we roll. Hey, just a miracle of editing. Nobody will even know this. So, so who's going to beat Mahomes this week? Who's KC oh. play? I can't. Yeah, I think you said oh. it was the Chargers. No, it's, yeah, the Chargers can beat Mahomes this week. Well, yeah, the secondary. Man, I see some mistakes happening there. <laughs> yeah, that one the San, San Diego. I'm doing the air quotes there. The San Diego puts on the field. That secondary is not very good. Well, Again? Yeah. What happened now? I don't know. I think it's toe. Oh my god! Cut it off, dude. Oh, no, he stubbed his toe. No, I think it's like a skill or something. Like something like, tape I it up. He, I don't know yet. I don't know. I, I, thought he, I thought he did get injured. Well, the, the center for the Steelers, he used to duct tape his feet together to go play a game. What's wrong with these kids today? <laughs> Dude, I know duct tape's still in business. Hit Home Depot, man. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Shout out to Arthur Blank there. We talked trash about you early on, but here we go. We're hooking you back up in the end. Brett <laughs> suffered torn Achilles, and he's out for the 2018. Oh. So. Well, at least he saved his ACL this time, put all the weight on his freaking ankle. That a boy. Way to, way to adjust. That's the reason why I, I can't off. 
and hard to pick any time. And there we go. Yeah. San Diego injuries again. Yeah, and that's all that happens to him, man. Every year. We're, we're waiting for the wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, Floyd or... Uh, yeah, Floyd or maybe Williams will hurt his back again and get catch bypasses this year. Yeah, Williams. Yeah. yeah. But Allen, Keenan Allen, that's who it was. Keenan Allen. I'm waiting for the Keenan Allen injury because he's always got one. Yeah. Yeah, Williams didn't get to get one last year because, well, he didn't play until the last quarter of the year. Not the last four games, just literally the last quarter of the year. Yeah, that's, that's the, the problem with that team. Um, don't get me wrong, at least they, didn't they sign Antonio Gates back this week. Yeah, they brought back Gates. So at least they got somebody to throw to again. Uh, yeah, the only dude older than the quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, their Phillip Rivers still, still is out there, yeah. of course. Kids will do that to you. You going home? I don't nope. think so. <laughs> nope. <laughs> hey, we got practice. It's Tuesday. Let's practice this up, kids. <laughs> so I might have to just go back and change all of my uh, Chargers picks yet again. Yeah. Well, that's the way it goes with them. I mean, man, they seem to do that to themselves quite often. It's just. When it's apparently not the San Diego curse because they're in LA now. Yeah, yeah, true. But yeah, it's still happening. Yeah. So. Exactly. It's it's hard to. Maybe they need to leave California altogether. Well, maybe. <laughs> I hear there's a nice spot of land up in North Dakota. Mexico City's looking for a team. Uh, they are. <laughs> Just they, they are. Yeah. So you can not a whole lot different from California. You, know, you dodge an earthquake here and there. Yeah, a lot of immigrants. I mean. Oh man! Oh, I hey, 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 hey. <laughs> don't worry, I'll cut that in post. <laughs> cut this, baby. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> mm. It doesn't look like there's a lot of shockers on on week one. No, not not a whole lot of you know picks. That you we got the Texans and the Patriots, and and you're 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 betting on Deshaun Watson coming back and everybody being healthy and looking good. Uh, does JJ Watt figure into that for you at all? Um, yeah, there's pretty much everything figures into that. I mean, they got a lot of talent on the defensive side of the ball. All right, a lot of talent. But do you include JJ Watt into that talent anymore? Always, always. You, um, you do. But that's the thing. You don't know what you're getting. You don't know what you got. Yeah, you don't know how long he's like a box of chocolates. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, the guy plays hard. He's, I don't think anybody's ever questioned his drive to play. Yep. Just doesn't look like it's there to play anymore. And, and my, my thing is, Watt's never been fast. No, no. Never that's why he dropped in the draft. That you go, wow, that guy's got speed off the edge. He doesn't do that. Mm -hmm. He pushes against you, makes the bull rush move. And gets that's by. a big dude. Yeah, he, he's a powerful guy. And the power, that's one of those things in the NFL. If you got that, and you can get by people with that power. You know, I bet if we looked up. Career. I bet if we Googled the wingspans, he would have a wingspan in the NFL that's up there in the top five. Probably. His arms are extremely long. Yeah, probably. So his ripped and swim moves. and I mean, he can, he can do what he wants. Yeah, that's, that's like tentacles out there. Yeah, exactly. But I'm afraid that, you know, what it looks like is. Those tentacles just don't move anymore. <laughs> well, we, you don't know. I mean, that's the thing. You don't know what kind of product you have. And who would know better than their training staff over there? That, and I'm sure they're not going to put him in a game, especially since he's kind of like the face of the NFL now, you know, with all of this uh, charity work that he's done. But they're going to put him in a spot where he's going to 
you know, monstrously fail and uh, get hurt. So this is one of the, the times that I think the NFL is doing right. So. And maybe. Man, you can't last, can you? Hey. <laughs> Are you still there? I mean, what? The boat leaving you weren't on? Choo choo! I know the boat's there. It just hasn't docked in the station in a long time. We need to set you up with some clean coal. What's going on, brother? I'm still hanging out. Wow. Um, I guess hey. somebody's suffering from the hangover. Today, so we're picking up the slack. I don't know where the. What, what are you doing? What? Apparently, when it, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, including you. Yeah. <laughs> in Vegas. No, I. Uh, wow. <laughs> for nothing, boys. <laughs> wow, that broadcast is really paying off for you. You're on fire, man. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm, I'm killing it. I'm killing it. Yeah. Face of the franchise. <laughs> God, I hope not. All right, we're going to talk about the lines. Let's do it. Let's do this. All right, I'm, I'm... Okay, now I got one for you. Speaking of said lions, Will Kane on ESPN Radio has came out, and he has... Sir Matthew Stafford ranked the fifth best quarterback in football. You talk trash on him. Will Kane has him okay. as number five. Uh, now, easy on your talking trash. Okay. Now, this guy, did, don't get me wrong, all right? Love me, Stafford. But I hate me, Stafford. But yet, <laughs> I love me, Stafford. So, okay. what you're saying is to hate love, you, you love to hate him, but you hate to love him? Okay. Exactly. <laughs> now, Here's the thing, all right? You can rank him whatever you want to rank him. The guy, he's broken every single Lions record that is, all right, the past. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, and how do those records look? Actually, uh, they're pretty yeah. good. Yeah, he's, he's Wayne Ponce was the inventor of the uh, run-and-shoot offense. Yeah. Now, back to the Stafford ordeal. He smashed every single record, and he continues to do so. My thing that I disliked about him when it came to the draft was completion percentage. Um, he doesn't have those touch passes that you typically see from the premier quarterbacks that come out. He's, he does have the deep arm. His touch passes, are they're there, they're just a little different. Um, yeah, they're like 110 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, and that's the thing that I wish he had a little bit more of. I mean, but I get it. He's got a throwing uh, motion that's a little different from other quarterbacks as well. I mean, yeah. I, he, he'll go straight up on top, and yet you'll see him go over and sling it 30 yards deep on a sidearm. How does he do it? I don't know how he does that. Yeah, he'll quiz and bury that damn thing for 50 yards. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and that's what makes him uh, a very unpredictable quarterback, I, I believe. But he's. it seems like as the years are are going by. He's getting a little bit more intelligent on this ball placement. And I just wish that I could see him hit receivers more in stride and be able to put that ball placement a little bit better, just a little bit better. Um, but I think he, he could be viable as a, a top five quarterback just as long as he progresses. And he's been progressing, so... 
I'm, I'm gonna give him that this year. I'll, I give him his bye because we got some heck of receivers out there. I still have this dream though that we're not gonna keep tape and we need to get something for him because this is his contract year. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, we Marvin Jones has came on. Hey, name Mike's first wide receiver drafted in fantasy. You just did. Yeah. And Marvin Jones came on. I think he's picking up those routes really well. He's looking good. Well, I mean, how can you not? Jim Bob Cooter's your teacher, man. Yeah, exactly. How can you not learn from Cooter? Yeah. You get a if you can't, if you can't learn from Cooter, <laughs> come on. So, but I'm looking at, you know, also the future with our team. And if, if it's not working out, if you don't believe that the team is, because we should know by week, Week five, week six, if, if we're going to be the upper echelon team or if we're going to be a doormat. You guys just have a tough division. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know you can beat Chicago. That's a given. Yeah, yeah. But but you're still sitting there with Minnesota, your Super yeah, Bowl pick. My Super Bowl pick. Uh, and, and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And, and, that's and I do not envy your road at yeah, all. Yeah. Our, our road to success is led through a lot of injuries. Okay. Hope, hey. Yeah, you're. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Rubbing yeah. the old injury genie there. Yeah, yeah. Because we're gonna need Aaron Rodgers to go down. Uh, he's gonna hit, have to hit a little forward. up, down, side, side, left, right, A B A B. Select start. There you go. <laughs> you just got an extra life. Yep. No, we just got rid of one. We just got rid of one. <laughs> but looking at that, I, are we gonna have a thousand yard rusher this year? That's typical Lions questions. Uh, I believe we, we can. The possibilities there. You brought in Garrett Blunt. Yep. And that's one of those things of I was really happy with. That was one of those players that I was like, okay, well, get somebody. It, to me, I didn't care who it was. I wanted somebody who you know can get 1,000 yards in the season. Even if he can't get 1,000 for you, at least if you get to the five, the four, you can man up and big boy ball it in now. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Where you haven't had that luxury in the past decade. Exactly. It, was, it was, hey, we're going to have to throw up jump passes. Or yeah, you got to. Yeah, you better have you better have Megatron. And, yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing, because whenever he's at that goal line, like I was talking to everybody about, you know, the whole touch pass, that's when you need it is at the goal line. And he doesn't have that touch pass. <laughs> he will drive that ball through you. And so I've seen him almost take people's Yeah, you catch it or die. Yeah. <laughs> So, There's not a lot of options. Yep. So this could be uh, it's going to be hard pressed for them to make it into the playoffs. I, you guys might have the toughest route just because of the division you're in. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And the schedule's not really too helpful to us. So. Where I look at, I got the racial slurs. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? We got Eli Manning. Oh, that's rough. And we got Philly, and everybody's everybody's sold on Philly. I'm sold on the defense. It's deep. Their front seven. They they get you get Jordan Hicks back. Yep. So your defense isn't hurting any. Yeah. Carson Wentz still isn't cleared to take a hit. Correct. Everybody's all the Eagles fans were oh we'll have Carson back week two. No, he he's not cleared to. Yeah, he can walk around in practice. He can't take a hit in practice. Yeah. You're you're looking at least three more weeks for Carson Wentz before he comes back. Yeah. Before he's playable. And you still have no clue about the Alshon Jeffrey timeline. Mm-hmm. You hope two weeks now. After week one, you're hoping week four he'll be back. Yeah. You're hoping. You have no clue. 
So I'm not worried about them till at least week five. Yeah. Best case scenario for them. So I, I don't see a big problem with the NFC East. I think the Cowboys are going to rule the roost. Of course, I should think that, but even taking the homer out of it, I just think we're going to be a better team and the best team in the NFC East. So the NFC North, the Detroit division, tough. Yeah, yeah exactly. And that's that's where I was getting at with that, that whole point there. I mean, we're, we're, we're definitely looking at a different standing the way it's going, and for us to make it to the playoffs, I'm not saying it's a pipe dream, all right? It's possible. I mean, Aaron Rodgers could go ahead and blow out an ACL. God forbid. And, uh, you know. Brother, I got some vacation time left. We can Jeff Galuli this. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I'll call you Tanya for the night. And <laughs> you know what? Take a dude's knee out, yeah, man. I mean, if that's all we got to do. It could happen. It could happen. Hey, like last week, like I said last week, everything's on chance. I mean, yeah, you got probabilities in there somewhere. But and that's saying a lot, because guess who my fantasy quarterback is? Aaron. I'm not stupid. <laughs> you always draft. If Rodgers well, is on the hey, board, you always hey, draft Rodgers. I was lucky that I got Rodgers last year. Now, I was not so lucky this year at all. I, who are you rolling with? Yeah, you want to compare yeah. fantasy yeah, lineups? No, 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 no. I do not want to talk about my fantasy team for the simple fact that I missed the draft. That's one thing that we haven't got into is fantasy. You know, everybody's doing a lot of fantasy nowadays. Okay, so I I got completely gypped on my fantasy. I've told Mike about this outside of this, but I, our lead manager, I called him up and I was like, hey man, I know you just woke up, it's one o'clock. Are we doing a six o'clock draft like we had agreed upon? Because, man, I gotta go to sleep. I work work at one in the morning, I gotta go to sleep. I, 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 I was willing to lose out some sleep so I could do this draft and it would be fine. Yeah, I got a text message at 8 o'clock saying the draft starts at 8 o'clock. But I didn't know because I was out cold. I didn't see it until 11. So. That's how the draft happened. So, yeah, I mean, you know, the, my, my, my team, and I had Mike look over and he was. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. For an auto draft, it's tough to beat. Yeah. Tough it's, to beat. So, in all honesty, at this point in time, let's see how tomorrow and Monday goes. If Monday goes well, and by some miracle of chance, because I'm projected to win this week, shocker. If, if I by chance do win this week, I'm just letting it roll. There you go. Now I'm just gonna let it roll. I had a tough one. I I did a live draft because I know how to schedule my shit. <laughs> now I need to sleep. <laughs> so I, I end up with A. A. Ron, Ezekiel yep. Elliott. Oh yeah. Carlos Hyde. Yep. Little Marvin Jones. There you go. Little Juju. Oh. Got some Juju love going on. And with Le'Veon not being around, I mean, hey. Oh. Looking at some big points. Oh. Uh, a little Jimmy Graham action. Oh, yeah. Might not get a whole lot of yards, but I don't think A.A. Ron has a whole lot of red zone targets now. No. Until we bring in Jimmy Graham. Mm-hmm. Little Jamal Williams for my, my change of pace back. Yep. Gotcha. Uh, I went heavy Green Bay, heavy Dallas. Fair enough. And then that Dallas kicker, his name is Bill Maher. (laughs) (laughs) Pulled up my fantasy roster. I got his name now. Yep. know his name. Boom. Thank God for fantasy. And the old Cowboys defense. Last pick. Nobody wanted him. They were top 10 scoring defense in fantasy last year. Yep. 
but they don't have the name of Steelers defense, who was a bottom 10 fantasy scoring defense last year. So everybody's drafting the Steelers and crap. They leave the actual points on the board. Yeah. I mean, a lot of sacks, man. Yeah. A lot of sacks coming from that team. Yep. So, I mean, and when you get hits on the quarterback with those sacks, a lot of fumbles. So, you can see that playing out. All right, Josh, what about your team? Uh-huh. All right, my team, my team has absolutely nobody on it. And I got offers from three different people to join up and do fantasy football this year. I would not do it. I, hey, I'm sorry, got a kid on the way, got a brand new house, got everything I'm looking forward to for this this next upcoming year. Not going to have the time to uh, concentrate on it. Man, like, that's weird. Because that's like the perfect candidate for one day I've got fantasy, screw everything else. <laughs> if anybody needed fantasy, it's this poor dude. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, so instead of focusing on fantasy, you decided to help out <laughs> focus on this podcast. Absolutely. We appreciate it. Damn straight. So I, I don't really have too much to add besides uh, on there's a couple of guys that have been sleeping uh, that I've noticed that haven't been going very high in the uh, draft. Guess who went number one in my draft overall? Very first pick. Le'Veon Bell. That's exactly how mine was. <laughs> like, what the hell's wrong with you? Yep, yeah. he went number one. Wow. Well. Uh, there's always that possibility, and that's what that possibility looks like right now. That you may not really get him. So yeah, he's not even playing week one. Yep. So. No. <laughs> but it's a good pick. Juju Smith Schuster. That was another yeah, six round pick. Yeah, that that's one of the sleeper guys that I was uh, noticing this year. Another one was uh, Kyle Rudolph, which not a whole lot of people think he's going to do great. He went. He actually went surprisingly late in my draft. Yeah. And that's another one of the sleeper picks that I think he's, he's going to be really good this year. Uh, Kirk Cousins is going to... Oh, he's going to wear that. him out. Yeah, he's going to... He's going to wear him out, dude. Yep, utilize that target because that's one of the reasons he does what he does. Yeah, Gronk went one in my draft, Kelsey two, yep. and I think I, Tyler Eifert. And then we had a tight end drought. Gotcha. We had a tight end drought. And then everybody started picking guys up, and I got Jimmy Graham way late. Really? I didn't even sp- – yeah, I'm talking like round 10. Good pick. I'm a very solid pick, especially from their team. I mean, their uh, receivers, that's what I thought was odd. They gave Adams that contract, yeah. Devontae Adams. Uh, I didn't- they gave this guy $10 million a year, and he has yet to break 1,000 yards in a year. So He's got, what, seven touchdowns? Him? Yeah, how are you going to give this guy – I mean, That's even you know, even throw out the yards, where's the touchdowns? Where's the, where's the points? Yeah. yeah, it's not there. That's, I mean, yeah, Sam Bradford gets a million dollars per touchdown, but mm-hmm. that means you get a $7 million contract, dude, because yeah. yeah. you got seven of them. Yeah, and it's like the year before he did good as far as getting touchdowns. But but he had a healthy Jordy Nelson exactly. on the other side of the field. Exactly. Yeah. Randall Cobb was a beast. But Montgomery was a rookie. And you look at these these players, and that's another reason why I, I say this. Hey, Jordy Nelson was hurt last year. Okay? That's another reason why I was saying his production went down, even though he was hurt. Goes over to the Raiders, and you guys think that the Raiders are all, all trash this year. That's why I'm, I'm projecting the Raiders to actually walk away 
uh, the top team in that division. So. Well, they could. I mean, is, does anybody have a, a honey spot they're willing to throw down on the Chiefs? <laughs> you see my paychecks, you know better. Yep. I mean, who wants to jump out and say, yeah, I got the Chiefs? Yeah. There's a couple guys. Yeah. But most of them, they don't believe in Mahomes any more than I do. Yeah, I mean, and that. Deep I mean, they're they're talking they're talking nice about him. Yeah. They're, they're still calling him Mahomes. Yeah. Because they don't know, they're not willing to jump out on the ledge and say Mahomes less. I, I'm saying that offense is going to be great, and I'm saying that defense. Is that defense is horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. You have D Ford, who when he plays good. He's good. Yeah, but you don't. See he's him. he's every bit as inconsistent mm-hmm. as Ezekiel Ansa is. Yeah, yeah. Except for he doesn't get you know double-digit sacks. Yep. Ever. 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 So, put him in that same kind of category. I wouldn't even do that. No Peters in secondary. Who's your Who's your corners? Well, we don't know. Yeah. Some guys. You just traded Dallas for a six-round quarterback. Cornerback. For a proven. Five spot offensive lineman. There you go. We're thin at offensive line. We're deep at corner. We gave away a corner for a proven guy that can play three spots on the offensive line. Yep. That's where this defense is. It's just not as subscribed. I mean, we would have cut him. He wasn't going to make our team. Like, whenever they got rid of Johnson. All right. And that was going to be my last point. There's no more Derek Johnson running the middle of that field. Exactly. And you got you got Houston. He's still a good player, but yeah. are you actually going to let him rush, or are you going to keep dropping him back into zone coverage? Yeah, if I seen that anymore, <laughs> I'm throw up. That's horrible. You take one of the best pass rushers you've got. Yeah, zone coverage, baby. So now, what what are you doing? He should Love only it. be doing one thing, one thing only. How many times do you see Lawrence Taylor drop back into his zone coverage? Yeah, exactly. We're going to go ahead and start doing that for a living. That's a good idea. Yeah. Take the best player we got. We're going to fool you. Yeah, we'll fool them. Kind of like the Barry Sanders trick Thanksgiving, I think it was, where they where they say, oh, we used to, Barry Sanders as a decoy. Yeah, that means you. <laughs> you didn't use no, Barry Sanders. Right. <laughs> just no. <clears throat> hey, what's the fuck, man? Uh, uh, this is what I was saying. I, I'd like to go ahead and just. Take a step away from football for a second here. And uh, tonight is UFC 228. 228. 228. 228. Underrated card. Really good card. I Well, I was actually looking at it before. I mean, we lost a little bit, but if everybody would have listened to Valenti- Valentina at the uh, post-summer press conference when she said right then and there in July that Nico Montana would pull out of the fight. She said it three months ago, and yesterday, bitch pulled out of the fight. Just like Valentina told everybody she would do. It's, I mean, I would. I, I'm not yeah, saying I blame her. No, no, no. It's just called intelligence. Valentina's a monster. She's going to get lit up. She And Nico knew it. Done. See, I'm, I'm just hoping that I stay awake enough for this. because Dana I'm, already stripped the belt from her yesterday. No joke. Done, so. You're no longer the champion. We're going to reset up a new fight with Valentina. We're going to find a champ that'll fight. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. I mean, that's the way the industry's going now. I mean, you can't. You can't keep blowing this stuff. Well, not whenever you haven't bought. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. This is that you can't keep kind of, you can't keep pulling this kind of crap. They're, they're, wanting, they're wanting to sell. 
And but my thing is tonight, my uh, I'm actually hoping to see something out of Woodley. I mean, he keeps talking trash. He's gonna lay the dude out, but he said that in his previous three title defenses, and they all, all three went 25 minutes lackluster decisions. Oh yeah, he won them all, but. Wow. I think the only reason why they, that he won them all in a decision is that... He, he's a better fighter. Yeah, well... It's, it actually has nothing to do with that he's a champ. It's just he's the better fighter, and the other fighters couldn't get over on him. And he knew that, so he didn't fight him. He just, you can't beat me, and they didn't beat me. And everybody's hoping Till's going to be the gorilla and live up to his nickname and push the fight and make him fight. I mean, that's what I'm hoping for, is that Woodley will actually do something tonight. I mean, if, if, if anybody will be able to pull, pull him through, is, is to, I, I honestly think that Till will put on a hell of a show tonight. But Till didn't put on a hell of a show when he missed weight fighting. Till shouldn't even be in this fight. Really? He beat Wonderboy on a close decision after missing weight by three and a half pounds. How can you miss weight by three and a half pounds and get a title shot? That's fair. He shouldn't even be in this fight. Hank said, Till's huge. <laughs> Hence, he missed weight by three and a half pounds yeah. in his last fight. Now, if you guys are talking about like striking distance, how much that guy absorbs in contrast, you know, to other normal fighters. Till doesn't take a whole lot of shots, all right? So he's, he's a pretty smart fighter. He is, and he's a powerful striker. Yep. But him and Woodley actually have the same reach. Fair enough, fair enough. But you just look at it, look at those two, and you tell me who's got the greatest reach along with. When you factor in the height yep. and the overall length, it's yep. got to be Till. Yep. There's only so many ways you can manipulate that tape measure. Exactly. <laughs> when eyeballs come into play and you're like, oh, okay, well, that dude. Yeah. And, I mean, he's... He's a big man. Still looks like he's going to win by knockout. It, it just... But you got a round? At it. You just look at the two guys. And if, if I were to bet, put my money on it, I'd say, okay, the guys whose head is equal to the other guy's shoulder is probably going <laughs> to lose, all right? Just because you can put a lot of power behind a punch, yeah. right? Because of those height differences those guys have. Oh, yeah. All right? Now, you get into a fighting stance, he's going to be, he's going to take some heavy shots. I mean, do I have a round? No, I don't have a round on it. That's just from the look of it. You're just, okay. I, right. I get what you're saying. I, I get where you're at. Yeah. Oh, and not only do I get where you're at, Okay, when this fight was booked and the odds were initially set, because that's what you look at with Vegas. Everybody yeah, looks at yeah. fight night betting odds. That's ridiculous. You should never bet on those odds because yeah. that has nothing to do with anything but money. Correct. You look at the initial betting odds. The initial betting odds was minus 65 to minus 65. It was a dead nut split. Really? Yeah. It was a pick and fight. Once Till made weight... Pound under. He made. It was a pound under championship weight. Yeah. Yeah. He, he had to weigh 170. He weighed in at 169 and went like that. Just gave everybody double Angry Birds. Told you I'd do it. Correct. But he brought that on himself. Well, yeah. I mean, he's the one that missed weight. Yep. That's on him. Yeah. Like he shouldn't even be in the fight. 
but he is. And so he did do the right thing this time. The odds skewed instantly. Once he made weight, money started pouring in on Darren Till. Darren Till's now the favorite to win the fight because he made weight. He can win the belt. He has a reason to fight now. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> And so, I think Tyron's going to win it, but there's no way that I would, in a clear, with a clear conscience, bet money against Darren Till not winning. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> kind of like my Connor Khabib thing, I pick Khabib. Yeah. No way I'm going to put money against Connor. Okay. Uh, to me, it's the same, similar type of fight. Yeah, yeah. But Woodley, and he even keeps saying, and like on all the promos. The last power shot he threw was against Josh Koscheck. What year did he retire? I was going to say, how many fights ago was that? <laughs> yeah. The last time he went for an offensive, and it's not even me saying it, it's directly from Tyron Woodley's mouth. Yeah. Name the last time I did an offensive wrestling takedown. I'll tell you when. It was Carlos Condit. Wow. Since he knocked out Robbie Lawler, he has not made one offensive move in the octagon. Not one. And I was on the Till bandwagon until I had to sit and watch that 25-minute fiasco of Till and Thompson. Till didn't make those offensive moves. He threw one offensive punch, knocked Woodley or knocked Thompson on his ass, and then stepped back. And he, he, that's the only time he pushed that whole fight. And he was the one that missed weight. He should have, he should have went in there and walked through him. Yeah, he should have gone. I mean, he destroyed Cowboy. Yes. He had Cowboy taken out in 15 seconds, even though the fight went a couple minutes. That fight was over. He didn't do that against Wonderboy, though. So I'm afraid we're not going to get the Cerrone there until. Oh that everybody thinks we get, we're going to get the Thompson Darren Till, which nobody wants to remember, even though that was the, the latest fight. Yeah. And Woodley's last three fights have been, dude, I thought you were going to walk into the arena. And so we're building this fight up, Dana White, everybody. All the experts are building this fight up on what these fighters did before. Yeah. And we just haven't saw that from these fighters. No. Once they made it to this level, now they're hitting what we got into real deep. Exactly. The last com conversation, whether it be football or basketball or MMA, that fuck you, I, this is my belt, this is my fight, yep. this is my game. Tom Brady down twenty-eight to three at halftime. Follow me, kids. Yeah, no, it's all. Let's go win a game. It's all about that. And you got Atlanta and Matt Ryan. Let's don't lose this game. Right. What happened? Well, you lost fucking game. Yeah. Well, you, you <laughs> see that in MMA a lot when you got two fighters that are supposed to put on the. the We're main eventing a, a pay per view. And then you watch it and the fight is dry. You well, know? Yeah. If, if you want to look at it like that, I mean, it's like uh, Derek Lewis. He fought. He fought nobody. <laughs> And Ganu yeah. was still laying in the middle of an octagon thinking about the Stipe fight. Yeah. Which, I mean, did, being scared 
Because that's exactly what that fight was. And he even admitted it. Yeah, he said he was terrified. Yeah, and I mean, there's there's fighters that have the mentality, yeah, I lost this fight, I'm going to go back in and prove that. I, that but until, and that was the problem, that's what happened to him. He came in with the, I'm knocking your ass out. He got dominated. Yeah. Didn't know how to handle it. And then didn't come back. He got locked into a cage he couldn't get out of fast enough. Yeah. He wasn't. He he did wanted no part of that. And see the thing with the Derek the Derek Lewis fight was is and Derek he, he retired. He actually retired once. We watched it live when he had like yeah. the Houston card where he retired because of his back. Yeah, I mean he's been not having nonstop. Back. And in the post fight press conference, he was the first one to apologize not for Ngannou's performance but, but for his. Yeah, for his own. And he he said, "I'm sorry. I I fought like a bitch. His words, not mine. Yeah. I fought like a bitch." Yeah, and he took a lot of his own merit away. Um, yeah, he said that he didn't deserve anything after that fight, and Dana White came on after him and said, he just won a fight. Yeah, it was a horrible fight, but luckily for us, that was the only horrible fight on the card. Yeah, and, well, and he, and he won, he was, so... And Dana even said, when was the last bad Derek Lewis fight you... And that was it, that was the only it. one. That was the only one. So I think, I think with that mentality, with... Everybody going in there. I, like I said, I really hope that Till and Woodley come out with this. And this is what's making the M- the MMA, and in particular the UFC pay-per-views, we haven't had these 900,000, 1.5 million by pay-per-views. No, the only time. And everybody wants to blame the stars. Well, it's because you don't have stars. Well, there's two belts in every pay-per-view. Every pay-per-view. So they're, the stars are there. It's just nobody's paying. The fights aren't there. No. They're not fighting. No, they're just... So why would anybody pay attention? Exactly. If you're going to have these champs that go in and they're like, oh, I'm, this is my belt, you're not taking this away from me. It's... I watch better fights for free on FS1. Yeah. Why am I paying 60 bucks for that? Yeah. That's... I, I'm not watching Rhonda come out and 35 seconds later she's ripped a chick's arm off and beat her over the head with it. <laughs> you know, I'm watching BJ Penn coming out knocking out. 12 seconds, run away. It took him longer to run away and then have to run back in to say BJPenn.com and run away again. Yeah. Then the fight took. Oh, what my take on it is I remember boxing, all right, back when we had, you know, Jones Jr., we, we had Tyson, we had those kind of guys, all right? Yeah. And that was our stars. Those yeah. Were our stars. But we still watched other people. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, and that, that was, there was a reason for it, all of this. Before everything all started, it was Mike Tyson, right? He was undefeated, champion. I'll tell you what, Mike Tyson, every single <laughs> opponent that went in against Mike Tyson, they were scared. Yeah. You, oh, yeah. They were scared of Mike Tyson. And you know what? Yeah, it was a quick knockout. We knew what we were getting. All right. We spent money on a product that we knew. But we spent money because we knew we were getting that product. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like how many many times have you taken a hit on anybody, any Rousey fight that we ever watched? Every one of them. Every single one of them. Everybody catches, why are you buying that fight? You know that she's going to go out, and 45 seconds later, it's done and over with. That's why I'm buying that fight. Exactly. And so I think a lot of the reason why people aren't paying attention to a lot of these quote-unquote underrated fighters is for the simple fact that it's not a knockout every single time. Oh, and, and, and this is where I got to get get to with it, all right? Um, 
Mike Tyson, whenever he was fighting, it had the biggest draw ever in boxing. Yeah, like, it's, it's going to be tough to ever right. beat. Now, you look at right after that, because you know what? He got beat, and he got beat by nobody, right? Yep. Okay, so Buster Douglas whooped him down, beat this boy up. He was toast. Yep. But then you look at the whole boxing division after that. Okay. That's whenever you got you got your Lennox Lewis. The division actually got better. Exactly. And you got your Riddick Bow. Yeah. You got your Holyfield. You got Which ended up being better fights for the fans. Absolutely. And so whenever that big stream came along, I mean, boxing is at its height, man. You know, there's nothing oh, yeah. better than boxing. So you you keep running along that and finally they were everything started cooling down with boxing that's when the mma started picking up well mma needs to do something a little bit different and then because they have that big draw that big buildup of whenever they get lesnar in there and they got those other guys well maybe they should just go ahead and build up their other guys as well and the only way you can really do that is to make sure they're on the same damn card as your big boys because you know you're getting those buys and if they see others, the, the fights beforehand, that they're just knocked down, drag out, slobber knockers, oh, yeah. you know, and everybody's like, wow, that's much better than what I just paid the money on for, you know, this yeah. product. And that's, well, that's to go back to the beginning of what actually made the UFC what it is today and kept it a viable company. Yeah. It was the ultimate finale of UFC Ultimate Fighter 1. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was the Forrest Griffin Stephen Bonner fight. Oh, that was a free fight. Yeah. But it was on Spike TV. There was only a handful of people watching it. But while they were watching it, there was wasn't a whole lot of texting and social media back in those days. No. It was people yeah. getting on the watching the fight, getting on the phone, calling their friends. Yeah, you got Dude, turn to this channel now. Yeah, yeah. And this is unreal. Yeah. Yeah, and see, what I think is, and I, I completely agree with you. Spread your product better. Because, I mean, a lot of these guys are getting buried in cards that everybody's just like, well, I don't know anybody on that card, why the hell I pay for that? Or they're getting buried in the prelims. Yeah. I mean, you've got some of these fighters, and it's, it's like uh, last week I said something about Clay, 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 Clay yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he should be a household name. He really yeah. should be. But the thing with Guida is, and he's always going to come in, he's always going to put on a show. Well, he, the thing is, is, you better be ready to go for 15 minutes because yeah, he's yeah. ready to go for 30. Yeah, yeah every time. And every he doesn't give a shit how many times you hit him in the face. Yeah. There he is. Yeah, every time. Ben, see, the thing is, though, and the, the reason why Guido is not a, a household name, like a lot of these all-stars are, is just because of some fact that... Well, he's never won a belt. No. He's good, Yeah. but he's he's got a ceiling. Yeah, he's, he's top 10 good, and that's, that's it. He's one of those boxers... Like back in the day, yeah. you know what? They're a real good technical boxer. Yeah. They'd be able to do what they need to do. And you knew you were getting a fight every single damn time. Yeah. All right. That this guy is not going to get knocked out. Or no, this, he's going to keep going 100%. This is the slobber out. knocker. Here we go. Yeah. Anytime you sign a contract to fight that dude, yeah. you, just, you may as well train with a baseball bat. Yeah. Just have somebody stand across, across from you in front of you yep. and just start hitting you. And yep. you have to walk through it. Exactly. And that's him. That, that's his style. And, you know, I've been saying about Clay, same thing for a very long time because he's been in the game for quite a while. I've long watched now. almost all of his fights. Yep. Now, now I've, I've been saying that for a long time because 
basically he's one of the fan favorite types. He is. Oh, yeah. Fans when he when he, his song comes on and he comes out into the arena, the fans jump up out of their seat. Yeah, because it's fun. They know that. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. They know play. they're getting ready to watch a fight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now, where's your other fighters like that? There's there's only a handful. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, there, there's way more than a handful, well, but we don't promote them. No. We end up promoting Connor. Yep. Which, promoting Connor's not a bad move, but the problem is you can't just. But you don't himself. have to promote Connor. No, he does it himself. It's already done for you. Yeah. You're better off spending your resources promoting everybody else. Yeah. All you, you don't promote Connor, you just put Connor on a poster. And you're good. You're done. That's your promotion. Yeah. yeah. I put Connor on a poster. Yeah. I win. You think we'd get more hits on the podcast if we put Connor on it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I mean, that's just a given. Connor's me. There you go. Put him on there. Yeah, I'll, I'll start making phone calls, see if we can make it. <laughs> we can put Brady on a poster. Oh, man. And we'll get hits. Oh, yeah. There'll be a, a 47% that... Because they like Brady, and there'll be a fifty-three percent because they hate him, and they want to yeah. know what you have to say. Yeah, exactly. which side of the fence are you on? And then everybody's you're gonna have a hundred percent pissed off because we talked about Brady for like five minutes. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. Still get played. Still get played a lot in New England. Though. But you're getting yeah, you're getting played. So what does it matter? Yeah, as long as you're getting clicks, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> around that area, I'm like, well, you know, there's good blue crab around. I'm just saying, you know, I got hey. an address I'm willing to share with you guys over there. I like the crab, but lobster, baby. Yeah. That's all I got to say. I come for the lobster, they stay for the crabs. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Come for the lobster, stay for the crabs. All right. <laughs> I think that's an opening. I think that is prom night all over again, guys. There you go. <laughs> Prom night, yeah. There's a topic we can bat around for what five minutes. Yeah, if only it was five minutes. <laughs> okay. Um, so you work four hours for nothing, is what you're saying? That <laughs> a boy. Yes. All right. Uh, so we're doing now. So now we have to teach you about more than just sports. Hey, we're keeping the podcast to just sports here. Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, any college news? Got any college news? Uh, probably none that I want to talk about. My team plays a little later on, so uh, Michigan State. Uh, Who does Michigan State got? Not even too sure. Another another person we're gonna whoop up on though. Yeah. 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 Just keep lining them up all year long. <laughs> I know uh, Michigan was playing, and they were just stunning. They were looking pretty good. Michigan yeah. and uh, well, I'm. Hey, we lost. I'm a Big Ten guy. So. Yeah. How bad was it? Well, there's a minute 31 to go, and it's 31 to 10. Yeah, okay. At home. Oh, hang on. Guess where my tickets for that game are sitting at? At home on the coffee table underneath a piece of trash. That's my fault. Yeah, Michigan beat Western Michigan 49-3. So... Uh, but there was a couple other good games like Wisconsin, New Mexico. That was 45 to 14. So, hey, Houston. I'm a big, big H- thing guy, so. Houston and uh, the Heisman favorite at, at Oliver. 38 to 16 all over Arizona right now. Hey, that's good. Sorry about that, Herm. <laughs> yeah, poor Herm. 
that's a man-sized dude when you're talking about Ed Oliver. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of heard that works off. You do. You do. Of course you do. <laughs> just, just have to throw that one out there, just in case. You got any takers from Philadelphia? <laughs> got one. It's on sale, really. Yeah, yeah, just go ahead and uh, hit us up on Facebook. Uh, got that whole page and everything. Yeah. Yeah. While you're hitting up Josh, you can go ahead and hit the like button. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a good idea. Hey, <laughs> gay use kicked off against Central Michigan. See, so we got college football that's going on right now. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Michigan is trouncing that ass. Wow. No, that, that ass has already been trounced. Yeah. yeah. So everything so far is looking bright for the college football year so far. Nice. I mean, every, everything I, that I've noticed anyways, you guys haven't been uh, too downplayed by all the penalties and whatnot this year, have you? It's early. Uh I think it'll work itself out as the year progresses, especially in college because they don't actually make a whole lot of their whole their calls. The, the they do it kind of the right way. The box. The, yeah, the coaches don't have a bean bag that they throw out on the field. The the booth actually signals down and says, "Hey, dude, wait, stop. Yeah, don't. You missed this. No, don't. You don't look at it. I mean, you can watch it, yeah. but I'm making the call now because you fucked it up the first time." Fair enough. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I know uh, last week when we were playing against uh, South Dakota, they're just like like you said. I, I really hope that we clean it up a little bit over the season. But, yeah, we need um, to work harder because you know, we haven't. Coach, coach is always about discipline, 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 discipline. He can take three three star project, prospects and turn them into all stars, but it's all about that discipline. I mean, and last week was just how many penalties? With fumbles. Oh, fumbles. fumbles, fumbles, fumbles. Didn't you guys have a ton of penalties? Yeah, yeah, which is a, which is horrible. Which you got? I mean, no, uh, almost what you had last season. Yeah, 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 because yeah, you don't do that. It was disgusting. Like I said, this coach is. I'm I'm sure he's sitting on a little apple right now, just fuming. Yeah, fuming. But you can never tell with Coach Snyder. You, you can never tell. I mean, if you ever see a sign of him angry, he's really angry. Yeah, if he's visibly looks mad, I'd say you done. You need, you need to find somebody, something, and just start praying to it and apologizing. Yeah, find it in there and find a hole and hide for the rest of the year because it's not good. You see, that's that was one of those things. That at least you knew what you got with uh, Chucky. All right. Yeah. Chucky, uh, the, you, you look at him, you knew exactly where he stood with me. <laughs> yeah. Good. And you know his team going into it, that's 25 penalties a game. You just know it. He's, he's going to have a lot of penalties. Yeah. But that's the thing. That's the way his team is always slightly out of control. A little bit. Slightly out of control. Well, yeah, a little but bit. That's the way he likes his guys to play. Yeah. All right, because they're not thinking; they're playing. They're playing. Yeah, this is they're not playing. Awful. Don't worry about it; we'll make it up. Yeah, <clears throat> but his teams can play a little bit on the sloppier side. Uh, they still end up tightening it up, especially in the games. In the games, they do tighten up a lot better. Uh, they you don't get as many stupid penalties. But that's one of those things that Chucky yeah, always liked, though. You could you could tell where you stand about the man uh, directly. You know, there was there was no pause or play in between or oh, no. anything else. If you messed up, it's the first one to get you. Yeah. And he'll get you real quick. You see, that's good, though. I mean, that's what, that's what the coaches should be doing. Yeah. I mean, 
when he was originally hired as head coach, he was the youngest head coach in football history. Yeah. How old was he? Like 35. Oh. He's been beat now by Sean McVay. Yeah. In L- in L.A., but when the Raiders originally signed him as head coach, he was the youngest head coach in football history. Yeah. And Tampa Bay traded two first-round draft picks just to get that coach, not a player. They traded two first-round draft picks to get a coach. Yeah. Wow. And they had... So. No, no, no. Their their previous head coach went to Indianapolis and coached Peyton Manning. Yeah, yeah. Dungy? Dungy. They let Dungy walk, traded two first-round draft picks for Gruden. Wow. What did they get for it, though? Well, after Gruden walked in and already killed the franchise by trading away two first-round draft picks to get him... He made him trade away another first-round draft pick to get Keyshawn Johnson, and they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> Doesn't know what he's doing. Now. How many Super Bowls did you win? Exactly. <laughs> and he's not a bad coach. Yeah. He's pretty good. Yeah. Now, whenever that <laughs> happened, there was, what, the next three years about uh, Tampa Bay was pretty horrible. They had no they, more draft picks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So he he was stuck coaching on 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 the team, of course, without a whole lot of future talent. And they were they were an older team already. Yeah. So he got the brunt of that whenever they ended up firing because of you know the lackluster. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you can't really blame him though. I mean, you can only. He's not the one that made the trades. He only yeah. made one trade. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he's the one that got the brunt of everything, and which to me. It wasn't right. It was not just. And, well, what's happened to Tampa Bay since? They're lighting it up? No, 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 I don't think they are. Well, they got famous Jameis, and yeah, they they, they fired Lovey, who was yeah. turning the team around, making a good team to bring, yeah. bring Dirk Cutter in because famous Jameis liked Dirk Cutter, and I think that's worked out pretty well for him, right? All I got to say is, you know, if they would have just stayed the course with the coach that they had with Chucky, Right? Oh, they they, they would have ended up being okay. They would they would end up probably winning quite a bit more than where they're at because everybody doesn't get these. If you handcuff a guy and yeah. you throw him there to be your head coach, but he's handcuffed, <laughs> all right, and you expect him to make this this team great, he can do it for that one season that you handcuffed him with. All right. He can't keep going. Yeah, he can't keep it. He's, Nobody he's can. Not out there past if you don't have any draft picks. Yeah. yeah, you can't do it. You can't hope for the better next year. Yeah. I mean, that just don't happen. Yeah. You're, You're not going to find an Aaron Rodgers in the second half. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Very rarely. Yeah. Very like rarely. Breeze? Oh, you can find a Breeze in the second. Well, he was in the second round, the first pick of the second round. But, but he fell into the second because he's a six-foot-tall quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not what the GMs say you should be drafting. Correct. Correct. It wasn't because he couldn't pass. Yeah. No. Or run an offense. Yeah. It's because he's not 6'4". Yeah. That's it. If he had been 6'2", if he had been top 10 pick. Correct. But he wouldn't. You're talking about, you're talking about a couple of meets. Two inches. inches, man. Two inches. You know, how many millions of dollars did two inches cost somebody? Hey, now, wait a second. I well, you can't. A million dollars for a couple no, inches. Well, no, so. wait. You can't see over the line. Well, he just saw over the line in college. Yeah. 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 What are you talking about? And they ain't small boys over there. No, they, they will go from college to the NFL and start. 
In the NFL, they're all 6'5". And NCAA, they're all 6'5". Yeah. yeah. Same thing. <laughs> that whole height thing yeah. is ridiculous. <laughs> like, what are you what are you idiots talking about? You're the experts. Right? People pay you for this shit. That much money. Wow. It used to be just talent. It used to be just talent based out of truly talent. That's who you picked up your guy with. That's what's funny about the NBA. They will draft on that. On, on your prototypical, I got to have this measurement, this measurement, this me- measurement. But when they see somebody that can make a run yeah, in, in the tournament, you're going to get drafted high. Right. Ask Steph Curry. Yep. He went to nowhere Davidson. Nobody had ever heard of Davidson unless you lived in that damn town. Yeah. Nobody had a clue what the hell Davidson was. Until Steph Curry took KU to, KU to the brink yeah. Yeah. by himself. Because, trust me, that's LeBron James playing a, an NBA Finals game with four pieces of paper. <laughs> Just shooting the lights out of the place. And that was Steph Curry versus KU. Yeah. That was that game. Yeah. <laughs> Elite Eight. One dude took a nobody to the Elite Eight and almost knocked out a blue butt. He had talent. So he ended up getting drafted high. The NFL, well, you have talent, yeah, but you're not this tall. Yeah, you're not this tall. You don't have this. You don't. Uh, to me. Get the hell out. Dude, if you can play, you can play. Yeah. Now, if I have to stand through and watch another sweatpants Olympics while I'm watching these defensive tackles and these centers and guards do the broad jump. All right. If I, if I see this again, I'm like, well, how does this relate? Yeah. Well, he had low broad jump numbers. What is that? Because that matters. He's, he's not athletic enough. He looked good in pads. He's drink 50. He's not supposed to be athletic, my friend. <laughs> yeah, there's only so athletic you can be when you weigh 335. I mean, come on. That's that's one of those things I never understood. When, yeah, when you put pads and a helmet on somebody. Yeah. Okay, that's what matters. Yeah, exactly. Well, when we start, with yeah, that. we like the numbers in the sweat pan Olympics to match up with the pads. Uh-huh. But if they don't, I mean, Anquan Bolden ran a four seven forty. Yep, he played okay for uh, twelve years. Yeah, exactly. A To ran a four seven forty. Yeah, I think he just got inducted to the Hall of Fucking Fame. Actually, he runs four four forty right now. He's better now than he was at the sweat pan Olympics. <laughs> just saying, nigga, nigga he's seventy five years old. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron James, 55 years old. Huh? Look at his hair. Tell me he's 33. <laughs> My ass. Look at that dude in the face. Tell me he's 33. Eh, no way. He's 55. He's 55 and in his prime. Okay, so we're dwindling down here on everything that we want to talk about. We covered all the big news that we wanted to. So... Yeah, I don't know how much news you can get. Yeah, I agree. For week one. Yeah. I mean, we haven't even started it up yet. And it may as well. Some predictions. Yeah. It may as well be week one of preseason. I mean, let's face it. Well, I mean, during preseason, there wasn't really much to watch because a lot of these guys, all they're doing is just playing backups. I mean, well, preseasons boil down to I'm looking at these three players. Yeah. These three players and who I might want to put on my practice squad. Yeah. So you're you're looking at ten guys maybe. 
yeah, exactly. as a coaching staff, as a franchise. The rest of your roster is already set. Yeah, I, mean, I, I wish somebody would have just explained to me why the, the Giants didn't trade a third-round pick for Teddy Bridgewater and kick Eli out. You know, because that, that, to me, that would have made more sense. What are you talking, a hundred million dollar man? Yeah, you don't want to get rid of Eli. I mean, come on, man. Well, what? Come yeah, on. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, he, he's more equipped to deal with that team. So, I mean. Would it make you feel better if you get a signed jersey from him? Game worn? I don't, I think he would. <laughs> <laughs> Game worn? How can you prove that? It looks brand new. <laughs> dirt on it. Why I, that's how he got busted. They didn't rub dirt on it. That's right. They knew that he hadn't worn that jersey. That's what we like, we're calling bullshit. There's no dirt on that jersey. You did not wear that in a game. You know, we got sacked a couple and, times. You know, At least. I'm pretty sure more questions would flare up if uh, there was dirt on that. <laughs> like, no, nobody would have questioned it. Yeah. That would have just made sense to him. When you get an Eli Manning game-worn jersey, yep. there better be dirt on it. Yeah. If not, you know he did not wear that in a game. You're calling bullshit. You're going to sue. Exactly. <laughs> there should be some tear marks right around the shoulder. There. Something. Step, <laughs> please. I'm going to readjust that top shoulder pad into the jersey. So. There's got to be some damage there. I'll tell you. When he gets drug around. I mean, now... He had probably the second best defense in trial history ever. First, you got Ronald Reagan. Well, I don't remember. And then you get Eli. Oh, shucks. Come on, man. I'm Eli. If you guys don't know me, you know my older brother, right? Have you watched Peyton's commercial? How cute is that? Actually, that's the only reason why I became a Peyton. Family's because of Peyton's Poor Peyton. He's like, hey, dude, you're bringing me down. Yeah, you're bringing me down. What's going on with that? I heard enough stuff about college. Hey, we're about to adopt you off. You can pick your shit up. Come on. Hopefully. <laughs> All right, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and wrap this up here. Um, if you would like, go ahead and we've got a Facebook page set up, Mike and Josh Success. We do? Hey, yeah, we do. Wow, look at and that. If, if anybody wants to sling some comments our way, you can go ahead and do it there. Hey, careful what you're slinging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you also want, we've got uh, our email set up, so if you guys want to go ahead and throw out any suggestions for like... You know, wow, we have email. Yeah. At, at, hey. Hey, we've made it to 1998. Look at that. Look at that. Our email is Mike and Josh email. At gmail.com. Wow, I messed that up. Uh, all one word, lowercase. So go ahead uh, if you guys feel like it. Um, we are on iTunes and SoundCloud right now. We are looking at getting on Google here shortly. Gooks. Yeah. Hey, if you're not on it, they can't ban you. Exactly. Very good. Very See? Good. So, uh, guys, go ahead and give us a like. And if you have any suggestions, just go ahead and let us know. I mean, I and pondering on everything that I Yeah, you got any questions, send them in. You know, we'll, we'll answer them. Yeah, yeah. And I can answer the main question right now. The question burning through everybody's mind, I can answer it right now. Yes, Vince is single, ladies. <laughs> or guys, we do not discriminate. <laughs> that, that, that's not us. We are very open-minded. Uh, I'm all about giving the college try. <laughs> Vince is single. Uh, you know, hit us up. We'll hook you up, man. Yeah, trust me, this is all not showing up in the podcast. So. Oh, it's going to be there. Yeah, it's going to be there. These guys are going to tell me down to make sure it's there. 
So, like I said, hit us up on Facebook, shoot us an email, give us a like on iTunes, go ahead and leave a review. I, I see it like this, no matter what bad thing you have to say, publicity is so, we'll take and you know, even tell us what you want. Yeah, by all means. Hey, we're people pleasers. Yeah, that, that's why I was put on Earth was to please everybody. That's why I'm here. And actually, if you look at Mike's numbers, he's he's up there. He's trying to please everybody. Trust me. Oh, wow. Man. Wow, that went dark real quick. Yeah. That, that hurts me here. And here. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. This That was pretty good, though. It's <laughs> been here, this region. <laughs> yeah. In the lower region. Or if you're Josh in this yeah. region. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no weatherman, but anybody that's expecting Josh is expecting at least an interest. <laughs> All right. On that note, we will see you guys next week. Well, well, you'll hear us. That's about it. The edited version. The edited version. All right. Take it easy, guys.